I really hope that by the end of this episode, whatever it is that triggers you, you've at least got a brand new set of tools you didn't have before this half an hour episode started. That's the part of Mental Health Monday that I really love about the podcast is we can share these little tips and tricks to hopefully make your life better. And that's what we're getting into with Leah today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. Happy Monday. You're listening in real time. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Um, We got three principles on this podcast. It's live, laugh, love your mom, live your life out loud, laugh a lot, and love my mom. She's my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So you were part of a missing person mystery over the weekend. (laughs) This sounds like a murder mystery. For those that like um, murder mystery podcast, we may be able to, to pique your attention from this next segment. <laughs> so listen closely and tell your friends that they like murder mysteries. This could be, oh, the, this could be the episode for them. You know, what happened? This is just a small, just such a small tight knit community. And, um, I was walking at Warhill park where Jim and I normally walk, but he, his back, it's not doing well. So I was by myself yeah. and I'm always a little anxious when I'm by myself, you know, because there are some, some kind of sometimes a little sketchy people in the campground. Anyway, um, I was happy to see that about maybe 50 yards ahead of me was a couple and they were walking about my same pace. So that was good, right? If I had any problems, I knew sure. I could yell out. That was good. Okay, so we get to the end of the of the walk and she stopped and started looking over at the lake, which meant that then I caught up with them. So we started to chat. And um, they asked me if I knew a woman that came to the park. They asked me how long I'd been here. I said six years. Um, And they asked me if I knew a woman that came to the park that was an elderly woman with white hair that had an old chocolate brown lab. Well, I do know her. And I said, yes, I, I know who you're talking about. She lives in the house on the corner, which they didn't know. And they said, well, we're concerned and we're looking for her because her dog came out of the lake by himself. And we've never seen him down here without her. And we're concerned that something's happened to her. Oh, boy. And I said, I oh, drowned. Yeah. Maybe her I boat, mean, you know, her boat may have sunk. Well, you know? Who knows, right? Maybe somebody murdered her through <laughs> yeah. in the lake. And my I parents mean, live on a lake, in case you don't know. <laughs> so they seem very concerned about her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I said, oh, my goodness. Well, you know, they said, well, we're going to walk up to the restrooms now. And they kind of went their way and started thinking about that. And, you know, I was like, well, gosh, I wonder if I should, you know, help look for her. Or, you know, what should I do? And so when I got in my car, they came walking up again. And I said, I, I said, you know, I know where she lives. The ranger was not there. Because yeah. the ranger would have known her, and they were going to ask the ranger about her. So the, the ranger wasn't there. And I said, you know, she just lives right here in this house on the corner. And I said, you know, I could go down to her house, which is down a long kind of dirt road. You can't really see the house well from the road. And I was a little anxious about it. They have a gate that's usually locked. And they said, well, would you like us to go with you? And I said, oh, that would be great. So we're both in our cars. 
We get right. to we get to her house. The gates could locked. be a, a true crime scene. You don't know. I know. You don't know what you're walking into. Don't know what we're doing, and I'm with two other strangers, and mm-hmm. I don't know. They're very nice. They were actually very nice. Um, and so when we saw the gate was locked, you know, I just you know waved to them that I was going on, but I decided to stop next door. Well, when I pulled in the driveway next door, they took off. <laughs> so I'm thinking, hmm. How Wait, why'd you stop at the house next door to the person whose house was missing? Because I wanted to know I wanted to know if they knew anything about her, right? And I wanted oh. someone to know that this couple was concerned that something had happened to her. So you just stopped by. Did you know these neighbors or you were just no. like, hey, I'm going to go to these neighbors' house? No, didn't know them. Mm-mm. Okay. Kind of a weird order of things. Ho- <laughs> hopefully you're never, never anyway, involved in a they drive crime. off and, and I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, well, they weren't too concerned because they don't, yeah. you know, anyway. So I knocked, they on the, were over it. I knocked on the front door. You know, it was a screen door. It was open. And yeah. this lovely little woman who's probably in her 80s comes to the door. And, you know, she's not at all reluctant to, you know, talk to me. And, and I told her the situation. And she goes, oh, honey, I wouldn't worry about that. She said two things could be going on. Number one, sometimes they just sleep in. And the dog <laughs> sneaks out. So, you know, I think I think she's fine. I'm not <laughs> I wouldn't worry about her one minute, but that's what I love about this neighborhood is that we all look out for each other. She'd been here for twenty nine years. Yeah. And she said, I'll check in with her later, but I'm quite sure you don't have to worry. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, fine. So I had a nice <laughs> After all that. another ten minute chat with her. And then I and then I came home and I thought, well, God bless Dawn. I hope she's okay. I have a yeah. new friend, Mary. Now, you know. So wait, you don't. Was it never confirmed if this woman was dead or not? No, no, and so no, she might still be I dead. No, I don't yeah. know. I don't think so. But that neighbor reassured me that she thought she was fine and she would check on her. Okay, well, let's make you feel a little bit better, all things considered. It's so funny how, like, you know, everyone's like, like you see a dog and you're like, oh, where's the owner? The dog never goes anywhere without the owner. And all of a sudden, you just hop into this crazy story of, like, she's probably dead somewhere. We need to go stop by her house. Well, actually, let me, I just don't understand why you went to the neighbor's house first. That's so bizarre. I don't know why you wouldn't have just gone to her house in the first place or whatever. Because I couldn't get in. I did go to her house the first time, but the gate was locked. We oh, the gate get was down locked, right? So you couldn't get in there. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was just so funny that this couple that literally had been looking in the trash dumpster, they went through the bathrooms, you know. They were probably, which you didn't realize, they probably stole your purse when you were like running inside the house, you know. They were like, "Mm, no, they knew where I lived. I was going to say maybe they thought that was my house, but I had already told them, I already told them the street I lived on, and they knew it. So, y'all know I get a little worried about mom just out here in this world, just (laughs) always something going on. (laughs) <laughs> Always some kind of something she's subscribing to that's well, a little, Mary little assured times. me that she was well, that's good. I'm glad always that- home. And if anything, ever, if I ever needed any help with anything, to just stop by her house. You made <laughs> a new friend. Look at that. My 80 year old friend. It's going to help me. Run this from a stranger. strange mystery of where is this neighbor? <laughs> They're probably just sleeping. Exactly. What time was it? What time were they still sleeping? It was about it was about ten thirty. What time? About ten thirty. That's late. It was late. I wish I could sleep that late. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, Speaking of uh, scams, I I got myself into one this weekend that I'm really getting worried about. Y'all know I push the limits of scams to hope to hopefully they Uh-oh. work out, but. Uh, 
I don't know. Let's make a bet right now. We're gonna make a bet right now. Today is the 9th of August. And hopefully within the next couple of days, I'll figure out if this is a, a real, I, I may have just lost a hundred bucks because of this. Okay. Uh-oh. So I, I desperately need a new set of sheets. Okay. Like yes. I, um, back in Panama city days, I was fortunate enough to do a, a bed endorsement. Right. And when I did, they gave me this, these sheets called dream fit sheets. And I've never found another pair of sheets. This sounds like an endorsement, but it really is. I've never <laughs> found a pair of sheets that was anything like these for multiple reasons. One, they're so comfortable. They're like the most comfortable sheets ever. Number two is that they have straps on the side of them. And so they never, like literally, it will never come loose because it goes around the corner of your bed. So like they don't come off, especially with an adjustable bed, you know, that they just never. So I, um, I, I, I wore those sheets out. The first pair I wore out. And then I think I may have bought a second pair because uh, mm-hmm. I just loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And then um, for a long time, I slept with, we got a, no, I just slept with some other other ones that were just, I mean, every night they'd be so scratchy. I was like, I don't like these. They're too scratchy. They're too scratchy. <laughs> um, eventually I went to, this was one of the holidays. I think it was Black Friday or something. And a mattress firm had these sheets on like Black Friday sale for like 50 bucks. They used to go for about 250, 200 bucks, right? Wow. Um, and I'm like, I'm not paying that much money. I'm not paying 150, 200 for a pair of sheets. Like I'm just not doing it, you know? Uh-huh. So this one that I bought for Black Friday, I mean, I've, I've worn them every, I mean, that's the only one I use on my bed. I've had it for like three years now, but these things are just shot. Like it's getting a hole in it now. Like it's the, <laughs> the elastics all getting worn out. Cause I mean, I literally have used it for three years straight on this bed. Yeah. So I, um, uh, I was well, like, you know, I, need, I need to buy some new sheets. I need to get some new them. sheets. <laughs> I mean, yes, but like I put them, took them off, put them back on. You know right, what I mean? Right, like there's right. really, there's not been a night that I have not slept on these sheets, right? Yes. <laughs> so I, um, I was like, I need to buy some new sheets. So I start looking around online. Like, you know me, I can, I can hustle a deal. I can hustle a deal. I can find some. And yeah. I went on eBay and, um, the, so the sheets cost about $220. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not paying that. If I, like on Amazon or whatever, like I'm not paying $220. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. So then I found some on eBay. They had some that were f- from a mattress store that people had returned and they were $110. And I was like, well, that's fine. I don't care if they're returned. Like that saves me a hundred bucks, right? Like yeah. I don't, I don't think they're slept on. It still says original packaging. So like who cares, right? Yeah. But then I had to go one step further because that was 110. And I was like, I think I can. What does sheets usually cost? They're pretty expensive, aren't they? Like, Oh, yeah. Is, is 110 sound fair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I went ahead and ordered those. But then as I was like, I was like, man, I didn't do like any, I didn't really, really do any like any internet deep diving like I usually do to find like my, my best deals, you know? Yeah. So I bought their, they come in like different levels, right? So the ones that I bought were level five, open box level five, right? Uh-huh. And I just, it's a type of cotton. It's the blah, 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 you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I, so what I found was I found a set of their level six sheets, which is their absolute best sheets. All right. And they are the, uh, they're, uh, the, um, the level six is what they're called. And they're, um, uh, they sell for about $270, okay? Wow. But this website that I found had them for $99. Wow. Now, this website happens to be like an eBay like competitor, apparently. It's, let me let me get the name of it. Maybe somebody Uh-oh. else has heard of this website before. <laughs> it's called True Gather. True, T-R-U-E, Gather. True Gather. Hmm. And they kind of like mark themselves off as like a 
uh, like a free competition to eBay. Apparently, I'm just I, I did like a little bit of, of research, right? Mm-hmm. And I also know that those sheets that I ordered from eBay were returnable. So I was like, well, let me just let me just check these out. So these are Dream Fit sheets, level mm-hmm. six, uh-huh. California King, uh-huh. and white. Uh-huh. Now apparently they ship from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. okay. Yeah. And the seller's name is Robin Patterson. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Robin Patterson. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, like that's and, and like on this website, it's like hundred percent happiness guarantee. Okay. Uh, we'll like, you know, it's all good. Now, but the, the site looks kind of crappy though. It's kind of just janky looking. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. This this doesn't feel good in my heart. So uh-huh. I just start playing around with it. I'll go to the checkout because I want to see how much shipping is. It looks like free shipping. And I'm like, dang, no tax, no nothing on this. Hmm. So I um I accidentally click order. And then it's like, congratulations, you've ordered the sheets. Uh, you'll you'll be contacted by the um by the um the seller. I'm like, oh no, I didn't mean to do that. Well, the second that I hit that, I paid through PayPal uh-huh. and PayPal Remember, Robin Patterson is who we're buying them from, right? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, it says, you've sent $99 to all, I think it, it must be Chinese writing. It's like all Chinese oh, writing. Oh, no. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, no. And the email address that I had, now apparently I sent it to some email address at the uh, uh, the domain 163.com. And I'm like, uh-oh. This is not, uh, uh-oh. This is not good. Now, so I instantly sent a message over to the seller. I'm like, hey, I just want to confirm that you got my order and everything's good over here. Uh-huh. And they sent back, they're like, yes, we got your order. We will need 15 days to prepare your order. I'm like, what the hell takes 15 days hmm. to prepare my order? So let's bet right now. From China. <laughs> I mean, apparently, <laughs> am I ever going to see these sheets? And if I do, are they going to be the authentic dream fit sheets that I think that I'm buying? Mom, any predictions with just the context clues we've had oh, alone? Oh, boy. I don't know. I think it's 50-50. I don't know Jeez. that Robin Patterson is who I think it is from Jacksonville, <laughs> Florida. I don't think that's it. Um, yeah. I don't know why your, your your email address comes back in all Chinese, but um, yeah. it may not be Chinese. It's some type of Asian writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not like – I'm having like massive anxiety over this because I'm like <laughs> – I think I just threw away a hundred bucks. That's going to make me so mad. I'm going to get Jimmy Mac on the case and we're going to blow this thing up. I just can't. Jeez. Those are tough ones though. I know. You know, I I just lost lost my credit card a couple of weeks ago. Did I tell you this? I don't think so. Well, you know, this is the third credit card I've lost this year. And, and Jim gets so frustrated with me and I'm like, there's no way I could have lost that credit card. I called back, you know, all the stories I'd been to that day, which were like two or three. No, no credit card. When no you say lost, do you literally mean like yeah, I don't you have lose it. it? I don't have okay. it. Okay. Okay. And so I said, well, it's got to be in my car. It's got to be somewhere. I mean, I've just, I've misplaced it somewhere in the house or whatever, you know. And so we decided that instead of canceling the card, which is such a pain, right? Get a new card number. You got to go on Amazon. You got to go on all these places, you know, that you use your credit card and put the new card number Right, in. right that we would just call in and say the card had been damaged and get a new one. Okay. So we did that. They sent the new card out the in the next day, very next day. Got it. Mm-hmm, it had a different mm-hmm. expiration date on it and a different CVC, but otherwise okay. the number was the same. We were very happy right. with that. Now it's been, it's been two weeks now. Yesterday, mm-hmm, we get a fraud alert. 
Oh, Did no. you charge thirty nine ninety nine to W I M W we we or something? How do you do like, it? This is what I'm talking about. This uh, is why you worry with you. Like how? No, I was like, how do you no. get all of these? No, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I was like, no. Yeah, I haven't but you're doing anything. something. Jim said no. He hadn't charged anything. So of course we call and they're like, okay, well we're going to cancel this card immediately. Yeah, and then we'll you send go back you and change all one. your cards. Yeah. And, uh, and It'll yeah, be, it's super it, frustrating. It'll be, you know, at least Monday before it goes out. So it'll probably be Tuesday or Wednesday when you get it. You're sitting it, here like, like, duh. Yeah. Oh, I hate super that annoying. so much. Anyway. Well, I know you're obviously doing something wrong. This one I pay through PayPal. So we'll see if it's uh, how 100% happiness guaranteed this whole thing <laughs> really is. But I'll keep you posted. Apparently, it's going to be 15 days. But mentally in your head, mark your mark your prediction now if you think that's ever, ever going to show up or not. Yep. Let's uh, let's do a Maryland Monday real quick before we move on. Uh, this is where I say that nobody knows anything about Maryland unless you live here. And so I'm trying to give you a fun fact every Monday because you don't know anything about Maryland. And like one day it's going to come up in a trivia game. Who was it? Was it Irene that said like she – she was reading a book and, and and Chevy Chase, Maryland came up. It's a city I was mentioning that as one of our Monday, a Maryland Monday thing. Uh-huh. She's like, oh my God, I knew where that was now because of, of Maryland Monday. So, you know, there you go. See, you never know when you'll need to know this stuff. That's right. Uh, Johns Hopkins University is here. And uh, Johns Hopkins School of Medicine in Baltimore employed the first female professor of medicine in 1901. Wow. So now 1901? You know, you, 1901. Wow. A long time ago. That's 120 fantastic. years ago. Fantastic. It's crazy. So um, now you know one thing more Love about Maryland, it. and uh, that, that may be the only one thing you know about Maryland, but uh, it's fine <laughs> because everyone here knows everything about Maryland. That's right. If you, don't, if you live outside the border, you know nothing about it. So you now know that, you know one more fact. It really is funny about people that have lived in Maryland. Like, when I talk to people and I say, oh, you know, Stephen moved to Baltimore and I was at that, oh my gosh, we used to live in Baltimore. I loved it. It was my favorite city. And did you go to ABCD, you know, yeah, did they you love do it. this? Did you do that? Oh my gosh, it was so great. I'm like, really? Wow. Yep. So yep, people that have it. lived there, they love if it. You're, if you're from here, you, uh, you know a lot about it. You know a lot about it. But if you're not, you may not. Yep. All right. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from... Uh, our, one of our favorites, Eckhart Tolle, some changes look negative on the surface, but you will soon realize that space is being created in your life for something new to emerge. Hmm. Boy, that's happened to me a few times. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I can remember several times when I was working and I would think I I would be hiring for a position and I'd think I had the perfect candidate and they'd turn me down or one time one accepted and then something happened and we'd already waited three weeks for her and then she couldn't come. Something happened in her life that was devastating. And Anyway, but then the person that we did hire was so exceptional and yeah. so much better than the person that we waited two to three weeks for. Um, and that really happened a lot with, um, you know, with the, the families there, with the clients, sometimes the ones that would seem to be the most challenging and have the most hurdles to, to overcome. And you think, oh, dear God, it's only by the grace of God that this poor woman and her family are going to make it because it was so there were so many negative right. things in their lives and they would they would just turn around and just 
do exceptionally well. Well, um, the quote didn't say so. something better. <laughs> it just sounds something it said new. Something new. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know my thoughts on this. I don't know. I uh, I feel like that's. I hope that's true. You know, I'm yeah. sitting here. Trust me, I'm putting a lot of a lot of stock. That's a true statement. You know, like yes. I really am. Uh, hoping that everything that's happened in my life is leading me to a point to where I'm like, oh, okay, this all makes sense now. Yes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still over here trying to establish my life. I made plans with uh, a girl that I did TV with. I asked her to go to dinner on Friday night because I was like, oh, let me try to make a friend here. So I, we did that and that was fun. We had a really good time. It was a lot of, it was a really, really good time actually. Good. So made me feel like one step closer to, Okay, like now I've may I've have like a, another another person out here that I like know and can can have a good time with, and uh, so <laughs> that felt good. good this weekend. But I again, I don't, I don't know, you know, like I don't know, I don't know how to answer that question yet. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Um, well, I'm sure if you live long enough and you look back. I mean, my God. Well, God. everything else has kind of made sense, but it's just yeah. been so much. I was telling her my story like the last three years. She's like, damn, I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know what any of this means, mm-hmm. but I do feel like it's funny because I do feel like, I, you know, this, we'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow, but you were doing a August audit. And what I'm saying is, hey, mm-hmm. like go through your life this month and really take audit of who you want and what you want in your life and what you don't. Like we'll start a new chapter in September. And just because there's no real reason, but we're just going to start a new chapter. We're going to use this month to kind of like audit who is, who deserves to be in and who doesn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Or what we want to be in, what we want it to look like and everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I feel like I'm doing a good job doing that, but then I'm like, well, what's next? Like what's after this? Now that I'm here, I'm here. Like I've like, kind of cleaned up some loose ends and now, now what, you know, like now what's the, mm-hmm. what's the thing? So I don't know. That's just that, 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 that quote's going to be tough on me for a while. Everything else, though, has been been that way. It's all kind of yes. made sense. That was like yeah. my two years in Phoenix. I didn't really quite know why I was there. You yeah. know, like I couldn't really quite figure out because it wasn't like a really, wasn't a station I really wanted to work at. It wasn't really like the group of people I wanted to be with. And that led to San Diego, which was great. You know, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And right. um, so I don't know. I don't know. Most Time, things are stepping stones. Well, we'll just see. We'll just have to see like what's what's next in life. I don't know. I really, but it's kind of a weird spot to be in when you literally have nothing you're working towards. Yeah. That makes sense. Like yeah. typically I'd be working towards something, you know, like right. I'd be working towards like this career is like, it's just kind of hard right now because I just don't know where it's going to go. And I'm not even talking about the state. I'm talking about the radio in general. I'm just kind of looking at it like, mm-hmm. well, we'll see. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm just, I think the, I was telling somebody who's I telling, I forget. Um, I was telling somebody, it's like, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to have like both feet in anymore because yeah. I just feel like after I got blown out last time, mm-hmm. they're like, I don't want to feel like that ever again. I don't want to feel like, ugh, you know, mm-hmm. like to have everything taken away from me like that. So I'm trying to like look at other outside things and do some investments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but not just have every, every egg in that basket. But that also makes it harder because it does, this job does really require a lot of your life. It does. I mean, the schedule screwy, the, everything's screwy, but I'm trying just to like, but it's weird because it, or like before I was married too. So I'm like, okay, we're, you know, we're, 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 uh, next, next month we're going to, you know, next year we're going to trip for our uh-huh. five year anniversary or like, yeah. we'll have kids or we'll, you know, there's just always right now. I feel like there's nothing that I'm really trying to like achieve. Yeah. And that's scary to me. That's scary yeah. not to have 
like a thing that I'm like going towards. There's no forward motion I feel like right now. And that's a really unsettling feeling for me. Like I don't really have like work. I mean, like it's just trying to just get the show stable, you know, uh-huh. which is just what it is. So I don't know. I just feel weird about it. It's hard. Plus after the weekend, hard you know, in a new I am. Place. Yeah. It's hard in a new place and you still don't have, a, you know, you have one new friend now. Yeah. And Jess. I don't you know, know if it, I don't know if anybody can relate to that. Like, just feeling like you're not working towards anything. You're just kind of there. And I've just mm-hmm. never done that before. I've just never had like nothing that I'm working towards. Yeah. Um, I've always had something that I'm like, okay, next, this, next chapter, next chapter. What's the next chapter? What's the next chapter? What's the next chapter? And this one, I'm just kind of like, Meh, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So, I bet a lot of people are in that situation because of COVID. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I think you know, COVID kind of screwed things up too, you, you know? know? Yeah. I saw something on TikTok the other day that said, I'm having a hard time because like I'm going back to, you know, I've been waiting so hard to like go back to life, but this life is not the life that like I remember because it's not, it's not no. like what we, we expected, you know, it's not what we remember. No. It's still, it's still kind of different, you know, things yes. just feel different now. And I don't know. Yes. I don't know if anybody feels that way too, but when I saw that on TikTok, I was like, okay, good. I'm not the only one that feels like completely like kind of weird about this new world we're entering into. But yes. I mean, everything else has made sense. So I just have to keep having the benefit of the doubt that like, okay, this is going to make sense too. Like whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing right now is leading me to the next chapter, which will also be good, which yeah. then will also be good, which then will also be good. You know, yes. like, yes, there you go. That's, so. that's how you have to look at it. Be positive and continue living your best life. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Leah's on in just a couple of minutes before we get to her. Um, we need to say hello to our friend over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp, this is the message you've been waiting to hear because you're like, hey, I need to – I've been wanting to talk to somebody about this. I need some therapy, some help. This this situation I'm getting myself into, it's just – it's too hard. It's too – you know, my husband and I can't get – you know, we can't come to agreements on something or – uh, you know, my, uh, my depression has been so bad or it's not, I'm not sleeping at night or whatever you're, whatever it is you're going through. You may need some professional help. Let me recommend to you better help. There's somebody that actually just joined a couple of days ago. I'm really thankful for that. Just for, for trying it. Uh, I mean, obviously it supports the podcast, but for this one specifically, like if the other products, if you try them and you like, for some reason you don't like it, like it sucks. Right. But this one's like super personal. So I take it very seriously when you go try better help. It's online therapy and counseling. It's great. You do it from your phone, you do it from the computer, you do it from your laptop, you do video chats, you do phone calls, you do uh, messaging constantly back and forth. If you want to, there's so many different ways to connect your therapist and it's, uh, it's all done. It's all done securely, safely. Um, I remember when I signed up, I don't think they even asked for your last name. If I remember correctly, but don't don't mark my don't hold my word to that. But I think they just asked for your first name. But I don't again. I don't, I don't remember. It's been a long time. I remember like, dang, okay. So like, everything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. So uh, so many people are trying better help. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all fifty states. Start living a happier life today. As a listen to this podcast, you get ten percent off by going to BetterHelp.com/slash/Kramer. Join the over one million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, BetterHelp H E L P dot com slash Kramer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
All right, we get to Leah and Mental Health Monday in just a second. First, certified fans. Hello. I didn't have any certified fans last week, and I don't like that. Oh, I don't come like on, that. guys. Invite your friends to come on over. If, uh, you know, if you listen to this podcast a couple times a month or more, um, you know, we'd appreciate you chipping. You don't have to. I'm never going to give you a hard time. Times are tough. I get it. There's sometimes I have to go through and just completely gut my budget. But uh, if you're a supporter and you're a fan of this podcast, you don't mind chipping in a couple of bucks, we'd really appreciate it. It's $5 a month, and you get a bunch of perks back for being a certified fan. So... Uh, like new merch, you're gonna get new merch coming soon. You're gonna get the only, you're gonna be the first ones to get it. No sellouts, and then uh, you get discounts on stuff and bonuses and blah blah blah. Anyway, um, when you join, you get an episode dedicated to you. And when we don't have somebody new, we go back and we think somebody's been here before. So I'm going to spin our wheel since we have anybody new. And ooh, three thirty-three. Certified fan number 333 is who this show is dedicated mm, okay. to. Okay. Um, but in the meantime, while I'm scrolling, if you want to become a certified fan, just text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer 8. Fans to 888 Kramer 8. And then you can just support us monthly and we really appreciate it. In the meantime, 333 is Jerry P. Jerry P lives in San Diego. Been a certified fan since uh, December. And we are very okay. thankful for you, Jerry. Thank you for being here, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, for you, this episode is dedicated to you. And here is your whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Jerry. Thank you so much for being here. And we're glad to have you in the fam. And I look forward to seeing you on our Facebook page. Yep. And uh, also, I know that I said I was only going to harass you last week for this, but we have one more day for for um, uh, Podcast Magazine. So if you don't mind voting for Podcast Magazine, that'd be awesome. Just text the, I mean, uh, yes, text the word vote, V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8. Vote to 888-Kramer8. And um, this will be it. This will be a last day to vote. So thank you for doing that. It's much appreciated. Mom, that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Uh, Mental Health Monday time, in case you're new to our podcast. Uh, this is my therapist friend, Leah, Leah Aguirre, and she's a therapist, and she's my friend, and that's all you need to know. And Monday, we uh, we break things down that are mental health, but we just kind of like chat them out a little bit because there's hopefully some overall themes that can relate to your life as well. Today, we're talking about triggers and what to do with them. And, you know, I've always said that I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys like 95% of me, like, Put it out there. Try to be as transparent as possible in this podcast. But there's 5% that I'm going to keep for myself for multiple reasons. Part of this conversation is going to be part of that 5% to where I'm just not at a point. And I, I keep saying that one day I'm going to tell this story, but it's just not today. You but don't ever tell it if you don't want to. Well, you know what? You know what I found is that I, try, I really push myself on that, though, because I, I can do it. Um. And I've been given the platform to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I know that it is helpful because um, I've been on the, the receiving end of that, of hearing someone get vulnerable and share some, you know, some hard times and kind of where they went through it. And uh, it's been really helpful. And so I, I take it as not an obligation, I don't have obligation, but like I, as like a, let me, let me give like what I get, you know, let me, like, if we're going to sit here and say we need to be a more transparent society, which I do, I think we need that. Um, but it's always, to me, it's always like when the time is right. And right now the time's not right. So with all that said, um, 
something happened. There was a news story in the last couple of weeks, and I don't know when this is going to air this episode, but there's something that happened in the news um, that everyone, I'm sure you know the story. Uh, and when that situation happened, it really triggered me in a way that I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really, it like, it like shook me up. Now, the reason I'm using this is because it's, it's like the most current thing that I can think of when it comes to triggers, but like divorce, there's triggers left and right, like mm-hmm. out of nowhere. <clears throat> like, sometimes you, you know, they're coming. Sometimes you don't like, for example, my very first wedding I went to post divorce, like I knew it was coming, right? Like I know I'm, I want to go to this. I want to go. I want to be a part of this, but I know I'm going to have some sort of feeling. And I did. Um, but like things like any holiday that rolled around, it was always the first holiday without her, uh, trigger. Right. But I think holidays can always be used as a trigger probably for, for any kind of of situation, any kind of trauma that you've been through. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want to talk to you today about, about triggers and what do you do? Like, is there, is there anything you can do in the moment of triggers or is it just like, well, this sucks and I just got to ride this wave until it's over or I don't know. Here we are. I think it varies from situation to situation. I know I say that a lot, but it's true because I feel like some some experiences might be more triggering or cause a more, not extreme, but a severe reaction, right, than others. Right. Um, I think so. Well, what people, when, when you say trigger, I think we should like kind of break that down first, right? I feel like we use it a lot in in our culture now, which is good in a sense of we're becoming more aware of other people's experiences and knowing that a lot of people experience trauma. So I appreciate that. Sure. I do think people use it very loosely mm. and don't love that, but it feel but it is very real for a lot of people. Um and the reason I just wanted to say that is because I think people are like, oh my gosh, that triggers me. Like stop saying right. that. It's-, it's like almost like trigger happy. And then we're avoiding lots of conversations and things that we could be talking about. You think because it's becoming so commonplace to say yeah, I'm triggered? Like, I, I do like trigger warnings in the sense of people have the right to opt out. But I think there are times where we're not learning about like history and different things that are super beneficial for moving forward as a society. Mm, because anyway, people don't want to accept the, right. the situation. Right. So and you're I- saying there's a difference between trauma trigger and like my ego trigger, if you will. Right. Right. Got and I it. Think okay. a lot of, and I don't want to, I think a lot of Gen Z's were using trigger a lot and it's okay. becoming kind of, we're becoming too trigger happy in the sense of like trying to opt out of lots of things or cancel culture. You know, it's kind of all that, that. Right, right, right. Okay. So that's, Anyways. see, I'm, I'm going more of like the trauma, the yeah. trauma trigger just, no, to, just for clarification record. here. Right. Uh, so, so what do you, you, what do you do? Like what, what? So I'll break it down. So when you're triggered, we're talking about like trauma triggers, your body is essentially responding. You're having the same maybe feelings, sensations, thoughts related to a past experience, right? Right. So you're experiencing the same exact like – like it it really is like your body's back to that initial trauma. And so even though you're maybe out of that situation, you're safe, like it's over, right? right. You've, you've worked on things. You've like gone to therapy. You can still you're feeling have better, that. right? Like, yeah. yeah, you can still have that like physiological body response to things. And that's, that's what it is to be triggered in that sense, right? Right. And the thing is, is usually there's a theme. So like you said, like you're aware like that things around maybe like 
maybe not so much now, but like weddings initially were like triggering or maybe conversations about divorce were triggering. And so you kind of know the themes, like situations that might lead to those feelings. And and sometimes too, for some people, if like they've been abused or like um, got in a car accident, right? There's certain situations or people like being in a car or being around like a certain type of person that are triggering. And there's right. your body essentially goes back to like that fight, flight, freeze response where it acts to like keep you safe, even though there's sure. no threat. It's a perceived right. threat. Right. So that's what trauma, trauma is. That's what it means to feel kind of that trigger. I think it's kind of like, but what think, do you, so, so being I mean, mindful of the themes, what like what triggers the themes, right? So like, um, I'm going to use the car, uh, car accident example, cause it's just easy. So say you okay. get into this really traumatic car accident, one theme or like situation that might be triggering, maybe not all the time, but you know, that can be triggering is being in a car or maybe being in a traffic okay. or be sure. passing an accident. Right. So in those situations, I think it's good to really just have some grounding techniques and tools that are helpful in relaxing you, like slowing down your breathing, like really managing kind of that sympathetic nervous system, that, that like fight, flight or freeze response. So that could be like playing a calming song. It could be like, you know, um, using like some like fidget cube. It could be like just talking to yourself in this soothing way and telling yourself you're safe. Right. So it could be like that right. self-talk. Um, other, and so that, that's kind of one thing when you can kind of predict it, you can kind of gather the tools that you have or create tools that can help you kind of calm down. Um, sometimes so like we, when, when you see it coming, for example, the wedding, the wedding post-divorce, like I know yeah. it's going to be, a. And maybe you're like, okay, I need, like, I know this is something that I struggle with. So I'm going to like, if I need to, I can like step outside. Right. And mm-hmm. just like, get a breath of fresh air. I can text a friend, whatever it is. Right. Like kind of like, you know, you have this like toolbox essentially of things. To sure. Um, if, if it's out of the blue, which a lot of times it can be too. Um, I think really it's best to just acknowledge that it's a trigger and what feelings are coming up and kind of connect it to the trauma because mm. I, and so instead of like kind of spiraling out of control, and like whatever, maybe lashing out at whoever's near you or reacting in a way that maybe is impulsive, like kind of connecting to that feeling. Okay. Like I'm feeling upset because this reminds me of this event, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like mm-hmm. that, kind of just that validating. Okay. I'm feeling upset because this is very similar to how I felt back then. Right. Right. So really kind of connecting to the feeling and kind of recognizing that it is a feeling that's related to the past. Because mm-hmm. when I think you can do that, you can and you kind of like break it down and see it more objectively, you can kind of respond to, like appropriately. And I think too, then you're validating yourself, which helps, right? Like when we talk about like, you know, holding feelings in, it can blow, you know, it builds and builds and builds and then it can we kind of pop off. So by just acknowledging it is so important. Sure. So to not just push it down of like, oh, you know, that was forever ago. Who cares anymore? Why am I still beating myself up over this? Why am I still feeling this way? Yeah, exactly. To more say it's there and and just having compassion for yourself, patience with yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, it's funny because you don't, uh, I didn't really experience a lot of trauma in my life. Um, Not until like, I have to say like the divorce is like the first like, I mean, there's death and things here and there, right? But not not many to where I was like, oh my god, like this is you know this is really detrimental to me. Yeah. Um, but I just I never realized that even when you process, I mean, is there every day like you just don't like you just won't be triggered over situations? Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, I think again, it varies. I think 
like some days are pretty monotonous, right? And you can kind of like you kind of know the gist of things. And sure, I think, and then I think too, when you just know the themes, you can almost prepare for like situations that might cause distress. And so mm. when you kind of know that, you almost feel like you have a sense of control. And usually, when you experience trauma, you don't have a sense of control. So even just being aware of those situations, I think, it's interesting, empowering, yeah. Interesting. Cause I think that's, it's funny. Cause I guess I think I kind of also answered my own question. Cause I was like, yeah, the first, the first holiday was so hard, right? Like, Oh my God, Christmas. Blue. But then like the second one, not as bad. Like I knew it was coming. I kind of knew I felt better about the situation. This, this one, this situation that I'm, I felt triggered by that. I use it right. I don't want to be a Gen yeah. Z. Um, I, uh, it's still pretty fresh, still pretty fresh. And, um, so that, that like, gives me the reassurance of like, okay, you've been through things before mm-hmm. and the triggers can come up again and you don't, they don't feel as intense and they don't, you know, you may still feel a certain way, but they won't be as intense. Hopefully the next time around, the next time around next. And maybe just recognizing that even gives you the reassurance this time around when they are intense of like, okay, you know, like this one sucks for sure. Like it's there it sucks. I've got some tools. Uh, and knowing though that like, it won't always continue to like because con- yeah. it, it almost feels like it, it like can controls you it controls you for that day yeah. that week that month that whatever it is you know so there you go not what? a free therapy session this is not, a, not <laughs> this is not therapy i think yeah. too it's good to know like for anyone who's experienced a trigger when it wasn't expected is it sometimes too like trauma is just so complex where you can have like you know different stressful life events or traumas and some might seem more like i don't want to say insignificant, but less impacting, right. Than others. And sometimes you're like, Oh shit. Like this one clearly was a little bit more impactful than I thought. Mm. But then I think it sometimes then cues, okay, maybe I need to talk through this with someone. Or interesting. Like- That's an interesting, like, use it as like a roadmap of like kind of where you're, yeah. because this situation is like, I, I haven't, I haven't really delved into it. Like I really haven't a little bit, a little bit, but not like I haven't really like really gotten into it, you know, like into the weeds of it all. So and I think that's important to like think about. And then when, you know, when you're in therapy, you're like, okay, like this, maybe this is something I do need to talk about. I think with myself in my own therapy, that's happened where it's like, Hey, I know, you know, they point out themes. Like I noticed this thing still kind of upsets you. Like, can we right. talk about it? Maybe that's something we need to explore and, and kind of work through a little bit more. Right. I think sometimes we downplay things, not even because we are avoiding, but maybe we aren't aware of the impact. Sometimes sure. we are avoiding and maybe you're like, okay, this is a signal. This is my sign to, to take control and like right. work through it. Well, you're a very good therapist. You're good at what you do. Thanks. And everyone listening should go follow along because you do. I mean, honestly, her Instagram's great because there's always like everything you post. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Like, yes, yes. I don't see you liking everything though. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Just joking. She keeps uh, keeps note which ones I like and which ones you know, I don't. I think for me with social media and using that using like my professional Instagram is like, I try to be open about my own experiences just like you Kramer. And cause I feel like we're all human and we're all just going. Sure. So, yup. Well, how do we follow you? How do we find you? I can follow me on Instagram at your modern therapist. And I also have my blogs and resources on my website at leahagiri.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet, Plush Care 
a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, hopefully it's the best Monday ever for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Is there anything else you want discussed for Mental Health Monday? Leah and I have got a recording session this week. And so if there's anything that you want to hear kind of discussed, if there's a topic, something that's helped you or you think it helped the podcast fam, then uh, hit me up. Let me know and we'll get it done. Get them on future episodes. All right. Be well. Go vote if you could, and I will see you back here tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Hey, Kramer and Miss Nancy. Uh, this is Billy B. from San Diego. I uh, had a pause, episode 329, to comment on the name mix-up. People are mispronouncing your name. I get that all the time with my last name. Um, I always get Blee, Blay, Blue. My last name is pronounced Blaya. But it's funny how people don't understand to say the A at the end of it. So just want to throw that out there with you. I know how it feels getting your last name mispronounced all the time. Hey, Kramer. It's Eileen from Flowery Branch. Um, You were talking about having trouble sleeping. And I wanted to let you know that we do have one of those old-fashioned alarm clocks. Uh, We very rarely use it as an alarm clock. But what we do like about it is that you can just roll over and see what time it is. uh, It's black with big red letters or red numbers. Why don't you try exercising as late at night as possible? Um, I don't know if you like to exercise after you eat dinner. Um, And maybe you're the type that if you don't do it as soon as you get home from work, you won't do it at all. But I think if you exercise um, and even have sex late at night before you go to bed, that will help you sleep. Ha ha. Have a great evening. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.